to another episode of Tipsy Ball. We are high school friends that started a park podcast to do their two favorite things: drink and talk basketball. How are you guys doing today, fellas? Chilling, chilling, man. Chilling. Henry, Sucks. It's Wednesday. It's not the weekend yet. <laughs> it is a Wednesday. <laughs> but uh, as our usual fashion, before we go into our Team previews for the Pacific Division. Let's go ahead and grab our drinks, everybody. Uh, I got myself a, a true a Pilsner here. I don't know. What Still you got, got my drinking. big jug of Tito's. I've only been able to manage this much. I only have beer today, <laughs> man. Good, good, good. Weak. Weak. Can't be going all crazy tonight. I, I got to work after this, so I might be plastered and my work quality is probably going to be really bad. They're like, Henry, uh, something wrong with you? You seem to be a little bit different. <laughs> no, bitch, I'm it's like okay. like you repeat the same sentence oh, 20 man. times. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we dive into our Pacific Division season <laughs> preview, we just hit breaking news from Adrian Wojnarowski, the Woj Bomb told us that John Wall got traded to the Houston Rockets for Russell Westbrook. Phil, I'm going to go straight to you. Dun, dun, dun. Who got the better end of the deal? Let's, um, let's talk about this. Honestly, it's tough. I think the Wizards probably got the better end of the deal just because they get mm-hmm. off of the contract sooner. You know what I mean? So I think Westbrook mm-hmm. only has two years left um, while... I believe Wall still has like four years left on his contract or something. So, yeah, I think I think Washington kind of made it out um, a little bit better on this deal. But at the same time, I don't know why they made the deal regardless. You know what I mean? Because your best player, Bradley Beal, loves John Wall and he was excited to play with him this season. <laughs> so, I mean, you're just trading him away. So then what's going to happen to Bradley Beal? Like, you know, he doesn't really want to stay there. Um, I think he was only staying there yeah. because of John Wall. So it kind of means that by doing this, they're probably looking to shop Bradley Bill at some point too. Even though they're saying that they're not going to, I think they're going to have to make that move. That makes sense. How about you, Henry? What are your thoughts? I mean, Phil's the numbers and years, dude. I'm just strictly player driven. And I think it was a boo boo for a boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> Like well, that's not really you got, a take, bro. Uh, I already said I, it was a bad, it was a bad move, regardless. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Like it was just like you got rid of John Wall, who's coming off a major injury, to pair him up with Harden, who both need their ball in the hands, and it's not like John Wall can shoot any better than Westbrook. And then Westbrook going to the Wizards, it's like, so you give him. To your point, Phil, like you literally pair him up now with a with a Beal, who both probably take fifty shots a game. So I'm like, uh, I guess on my end, I guess you got to give it to Houston. They did get a first round draft pick on top, so that is true. That I is mean, true. I, I, that I guess I give him that. I saw that was a protected first round pick. So in mm-hmm. 2023, so I mean, that's gonna take a while to pan out, regardless. I think the bigger question here is, okay, now that both teams made this move, is it more likely now that Harden will also get traded, right? <laughs> and and from my Good. thoughts, I think that's probably the next move. Um, it might not In happen the before yeah. the season starts, but I would expect uh, by the tra- trade deadline that he will be gone. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me let me ask you guys this. Uh, go go to you first, Henry. Obviously, assuming that both all the players stay put in their respective teams, who is the better duel? Who's the better backcourt? Is it John Wall and James Harden, or is it Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal? <laughs> oh my God, it's both so <laughs> bad. <laughs> well, you gotta pick one. Uh. I mean, if you had to put it pen to paper, just just strictly knowing, not knowing if John Wall is 100%, you'd have to give the better backcourt to Westbrook and Beal. Just because, like like I said, they're both, they're both going to jack up like 50 shots a game. 
they're like at least Westbrook can drive it in aggressively and then Beal can knock down threes. Whereas I don't know what John Wall like John Wall can say is hundred percent, but I don't know. And pair him up with the Harden. Like Harden's never gonna give him the ball. <laughs> He's just either John Wall has to create and give it to Harden to shoot threes, or John Wall's just gonna be standing there like uh I'll let Harden do his thing and um I guess I'll go from that. So I'm just like I gotta give it to Westbrook and Beal on that one. Phil, what are your thoughts? Who's the better duo here? Um, are you talking about like who's gonna have the better record? Houston or Washington? Yeah, like in terms of in just terms of like chemistry, backcourt, like you know, what are your thoughts on who will better succeed this season? I think that it's probably going to be Houston um, with Harden and Wall, uh, just because whenever you have Harden, I think you're gonna you know do well no matter what. Even when Westbrook was kind of injured, even when CP3 was injured. That guy in the regular season, I mean, he's going to get you like 50 wins, right? In an 82-win season mm-hmm. or 82-game season. So I think that they're going to have a better record than Washington is. Um, at, in terms of the fit, I mean, honestly, it, it's no worse than with Westbrook. Um, it's probably a little bit better just, I mean, just by a little hair, you know, uh, just because I think without Wall is a better shooter. Uh, than Westbrook is, uh, mm-hmm. and probably gonna be a little bit more of a willing defender uh, than Westbrook was. Um, Westbrook, I think that we think that he's a good defender, um, but he no longer tries on that end the way that he used to when he was younger. Um, I mean, he's capable of doing it. Like he's capable, I think, of being one of the best uh, perimeter defenders in the league. He just doesn't really try on that end. Um, so. Yeah, for that reason, I would say that Houston's going to be better, and that tandem is better. Phil, do you smell? Uh, you smell that? I cut. I smell a, a potential shoot your shot bet there, sir. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> what, are, what Tim, whose side are who's, whose side are you on, man? I I said Westbrook Beal. If I have so what, but if we're talking about shoot your shot and your prediction, are we saying the better record or like what? What are we basing this on here? Well, I mean, Wizards are maybe, in, I mean, they're in the East, so I'm mean, like, God, like maybe they'll make it. But <laughs> how about who? Which combo averages the most efficient metric? In terms of efficiency. So you want to go plus minus. You want to use that metric. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> Harden's going to get his shots. And you're, so you're, I just gotta, so you're going to pick John Wall and James Harden? Is that what you're saying? No, I'll pick Beal and Westbrook. I will pick that combo. Yes. Yeah. So he's looking at the plus minus metric, Phil, here, and he's going with Westbrook and Beal to have a better plus minus for the regular season. I mean, the plus minus isn't a good. um, good I don't think that's a good indicator. Yeah. I think think if you're talking about efficiency, you probably want to look at true shooting, right? True shooting numbers. Um, Just because plus minus. I still think that Washington's going to be a bad team. So you're talking about a lot of times when they're getting blown out, those guys aren't going to be playing in the game. Whereas I think that Houston is going to be competitive. So then they'll be in more close games. You know what I mean? So if, if they're getting if if they're getting blown out by 15 with, you know, six minutes left in the game, and then they end up losing by 35, I mean, they're, they're not gonna miss they're gonna miss all that stuff so i just think that whenever you have bad teams like that and you have the stars their plus minus isn't gonna be you know that true to to what it should be so i think that's kind of okay i like i I, I like an underdog story (laughs) fine whatever you know i think for the shooter shot minus (laughs) all right so you're you're going with uh harden and john wall right phil yeah Okay, and then Henry's going with okay. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna sit out this uh shoot your shot. I, I'm not I just rather not even take this. <laughs> I mean that's a smart that's a smart move. They're both bad. Yeah, yeah. it's a neutral party yeah. there. It's true. Yep. <clears throat> Just trying right, to get well, more excitement, you know. That is true, but uh, just know that by the end of the season's end, there's gonna be a lot of penalty drinking here from the three of us, so it's gonna get pretty intense. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Uh, but right before we dive into our regularly scheduled program, uh, let's go take another drink, shot, whatever you guys want to do before we dive in here. Cheers, guys. Ready, buzz. That's good. That's good. That's what the audience is is wanting from you, Henry. And before we proceed, if you haven't already, go ahead, like, subscribe, add the notifications to this channel, and continue to uh, support our our channel moving forward. Appreciate all that. <clears throat> All right, guys, we're going to start with the Pacific Division uh, for our season preview. We will be doing different divisions throughout our episodes moving forward right before the season start. Um, we're going to start with the Phoenix Suns here, guys, first. Um, and I'll go with you first, Henry. Um, some of the key additions they got were CP3 and Jay Crowder. Will this new look Suns end their playoff drought? The last time they made the playoffs were the 2009-10 season when they had Steve Nash and Mario Stoudemire and company. Um, give me your thoughts. I would say yes. And the reason why I say that is because if you look at Chris Paul and OKC, like I thought that team was absolute trash. And the fact that they were able to make that kind of a key push in the playoffs... I mean, now you got Devin Booker and a DeAndre Ayton. I mean, dude, Devin Booker's light years better than freaking Dan Dan Danilo Gallinari. So now that you got mini Cobes <laughs> and DeAndre Ayton, I mean, as long as CP3 is healthy and he can guide that team, I think that team looks great on paper. All right, so you're saying they will finally end their playoff drought and uh, advance to, yeah. to the playoffs this upcoming season. Yeah. Phil, give me, give me your take. Can. Yeah. I mean, I got to agree uh, that they're going to make the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I think that they just have a solid team all around. Henry, <laughs> you're not winning anything. I mean, most people think that they're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, I just like their solid team with um, their bench guys and their shooters and defenders around Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. Um, did Henry just freeze? Or is that just me? He no, did. It looks him. like. Okay. Oh, he did. I might have. That is I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Wait, is he just holding like that? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, I, I really like I really like uh, their guys on the wings, Mikel Bridges, uh, Cam Johnson. I think those guys are really good defenders. Uh, they're good three point shooters. Now, the only thing that I have a question about is they got Jay Crowder. Um, I think that in the bubble, uh, in the eight games that they played, Cam Johnson started at the four, um, and he 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 did really well at that position. Uh, I'm just not sure he can. Um, you know, follow that follow that up with a whole season of shooting that well. Because, um, mm. you know, he mm. shot over 40% as a rookie. A lot of times, rookies in their sophomore season uh, kind of have a regression. Um, so I'm kind of wondering who's going to start there. My, my thought is that it's Jay Crowder. Um, mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, my thought is that it's Jay Crowder. Uh, I just hope that Cam Johnson also coming off the bench can recreate what he did last season. Because um, if he does, then man, they'll be they'll be really solid all around. Mm -hmm. I'll stick with you, Phil. Um, how much do you think CP3 will elevate Booker and Aiton's overall game? Like, will this will his impact for this team finally get Devin Booker to an All Star appearance this upcoming season? I think that if he does what he did in OKC. Um, where he wasn't as ball dominant as he used to be when he was on the Clippers. And I think that's probably the case because he played with James Harden. 
Um, he kind of learned how to play off the ball a little bit more uh, while still controlling the pace of the game. I think then, yes, like he'll help Devin Booker a lot in a way where he can let Devin Booker create, um, give him a space, you know, to, to run off screens, you know, um, ISO out. But then at the same time, um, mm-hmm. if, if nothing's there at the end of the clock uh, and Devin Booker ends up kicking out to him with five seconds or, or Aiton ends up kicking out to him with five seconds left, you know, he's one of those really good um, guys to, to shoot that ball or make a play at the end of the shot clock. Mm-hmm. So um, I like that. Yep. I think that more so what I like is um, his ability to to play with a rim runner like DeAndre Ayton uh, and then also set him up mm-hmm. on the pick and pop. You know, so I, I I like what he did with Danilo Gallinari last season with the pick and popping with, with him. Uh, so you'll kind of get a taste of that, although I don't know where DeAndre Ayton's shooting is right now. I know he started shooting threes last season, but uh, I assume that, you know, he's going to continue to be that type of guy uh, that can play both inside and out. So I I like what he's going to be able to create for him. You know, Chris Paul's played with uh, DeAndre Jordan, um, Clint Compella, guys that are rim runners. So he can definitely, you know, get them the ball. Even Tyson Chandler back in the day, he can get them easy baskets. Yeah. Mm. Back in the day, Phil. Back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good old days good old days <clears throat> Tyson Chandler good old days in New Orleans Hornets. yeah that was a fun <clears throat> team man I like that team and, yeah yeah, yeah was. that was solid man that was definitely solid alright Henry yeah what are your thoughts give me well just straight up answer will, will Booker become a, an all-star with CP3 on the team I mean if I had votes I would vote yes <laughs> if, if like but who knows? I don't know. There's a lot of snubs every year, and I hope. <laughs> well, let's be honest. If CP3 can elevate them, bo- yeah, yeah. guards are dominant. So it is, it is tough it is, already is. to begin with. But but I do think, yeah. I mean, like, dude, like, Daniel Gallinari was always like that, a little above beyond average player. Like, he was always like that someone where, like, uh, his his defense is not that great, but his offense makes up for it. And what CP3 was able to do with him last year, like that's pretty impressive. Like now that he can kind of coach and mentor Devin Booker, like I mean that that looks scary, dude. So yeah, I would hope he becomes yeah. an All Star. Um, but yeah, I guess it'll come down to the votes. Yeah, I all think right, that I think right. that Devin Booker's Whoa. gonna make an All Star team. Yeah, for sure. I, I think. Yeah, I, think I hope so sure. too. I, yeah. Mini Kobe in the. In the bubble, he was lights out. Him and him and Dame Lillard balled out there in the bubble. It was fun to watch. Yeah. So, yeah, I think CP3 will definitely bring <clears throat> enough for that attention, not to only be on Devin Booker anymore. Obviously, he was their best player, but um, yeah, I, I do mm-hmm. hope he does make his first playoff. I mean, All Star appearance. Um, it is definitely uh, a lot of guards in the Western Conference, so it's already hard to begin with. But hopefully, this is the year. This is the year. Um, yeah, start with you, Phil. The Vegas, Viva Las Vegas gives the Phoenix Suns an over-under win Viva total of Las 38 Vegas. and a half. Give me your predictions. Are you going over or are you going under? I'm going over because um, I think that that 38 mm, and a half is wow. saying that they're right on that bubble <laughs> of getting into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll probably be around 41-42. I honestly think okay. that they'll they'll probably Henry. they'll probably they, they won't make it in as an eighth seed. I think they might make it in as like a sixth seed. Um, I, I think that Dallas, there are some some you know questions there for me, especially um, Houston with as Porzingis. well. Yeah, Houston, uh, even Golden State. So um, a lot of teams Correct. that we thought might be making the playoffs this season may not. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, Henry. You going over or under on this one? Yeah, I would basically wherever OKC was, <laughs> I would slot them right there. <laughs> so you're going with the well, you're Literally going with the right over here. There. Yeah, I'll go with the over. All right, just keep in mind, fellas, these these are all getting recorded here, um, as we know, with your shoot your shot segment. So this one for the for the over under. 
predictions will just if the loser and because I'll obviously I'll pick as well, which I will go with the over as well. I do believe they will make the playoffs this upcoming season. If we do get it wrong, we will have to shotgun a beer as our punishment. So just keep that in mind when picking. This will all Dude, like is, I said, honestly when this playoff is, time comes, it's gonna be crazy. This is so ridiculous. When it comes to the <laughs> so, end of the uh, season, <laughs> do you guys realize how <laughs> fucked up we're gonna get on these episodes? We're gonna what one yeah, one of the episodes is gonna be literally dedicated to it, drinking. Literally us just drinking. Shots at, <laughs> yeah. shots I was at, like, yeah, literally it'll just be episode. us taking shots yes. and drinks. Yeah, honestly, oh I think we're all gonna God. black out all right. and then we'll we'll only know what was said by rewatching <laughs> the episode. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, this won't be part of your shoot your shot segment here, though, Phil. But give me your seating prediction. Where do you see the Phoenix Suns being in, in the one through eight slot here? If we, if you do believe they will make the playoffs, mm. yeah, I think that they're gonna be. I think that they're gonna be sixth. Um, to me, mm. it's Ooh, okay. In in wow. in no in no particular order. I think your top four uh, has to be um, Clippers. Uh, Lakers, Denver, mm-hmm. and Portland. Um, and then mm-hmm. after that, if Porzingis is healthy for, I would say, 80% <laughs> of the season, I could see them as the fifth seed. Um, and then the Suns after that. To me, um, I wouldn't count out the Timberwolves. Um, I, 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 I mean, they can make it in as an eighth seed, I think, or fight for that eighth seed. I think the Warriors will make it in as a seventh seed only because, uh, like I said, I think Houston um, will probably trade away Harden at some point. Um, Mm -hmm. And then at that point, I think they'll probably fall out of the playoff race. Henner, give me a seeding prediction for the Phoenix Suns here. I got to stick to it, man. Slide them right where OKC was last year. I think fifth. that's the sixth. Oh, is that the fifth seed? The fifth seed. Okay. Yeah, right. Houston was fourth. All right, guys. Well, Phoenix Suns. I think definitely a, a a fun team to watch going into the season. I think a lot of expectations will be on this team. Um, definitely new look. Um, yeah, it'll be exciting to see what happens. Uh, before we go into our next team, guys, let's get another drink here. I'm gonna finish this off. Oh, here. dude, I. I might be trashed at the end of the segment again. This is good. This is good. I have another one myself here. Mango here. I might have, I, I might have to take a half a shot. I've been drinking a lot of uh, Golden Road uh, Fruit Cart drinks. Hard <laughs> seltzer. Oh. Not sponsored. Little, little product placement. Little product placement there. All right, fellas. Uh, we're going to go into the Golden State Warriors. Um, and I'll start with you first, Henry. Obviously, key additions, Kelly Oubre, uh, and then they also drafted James Wiseman. They did lose Clay, in, Clay, uh, Clay Thompson due to injury. And my first question is here. Can the Warriors remain contenders even with Clay's injury and him being out for the season? Yes. And that is because <laughs> you have one man, Steph Curry. <laughs> What's his name? So, <laughs> Stephen Curry. But uh, yeah, I think they'll make it. I mean, to be honest, um, I think Phil brings up a good point. If Houston does trade Harden somewhere, then that's a slot there. Um, I would slot them in over Timberwolves because, I mean, I I, I love the I love my Lakers, but I don't I don't know if D'Angelo Russell's ever going to be that guy to take them anywhere so uh um i would think they would slide i would th- I, I honestly think they'll slide in i would think they would probably make it to probably be the last seed in the western conference say seat all right phil how about you give me your take on this yeah i mean i think that they are not contenders like you asked in the question um but i think that they'll yeah. make the playoffs like i said um, it's it's largely going to depend on you know Curry. Is he going to carry the team? Um, he's going to have to carry a, a a huge load. Uh, and last season, from what I saw from him, it wasn't. I don't know if he's that type of player 
the same type of player that like um, a Harden is because he plays so much mm-hmm. off of like cutting and you know relocating um, after passing the ball. Uh, with the guys that he has, like Wiggins and um, Ubre, I don't know if those guys have the same type of IQ um, that the guys like that Clay and you know Durant had. Even obviously they're not as good of players, but do they have the IQ to be able to run that Warriors offense the right way so that Steph can be at his best? Um, and I'm not sure if mm-hmm. if they can. Um, so I think that Steph Curry is still going to have a great season. I just don't know if he's going to have a good enough season uh, to make them contenders. Um, actually, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be good enough to make them a contender um, this season. Got it. Well, <laughs> you know, you mentioned Kelly Oubre, Phil, right? Uh, obviously getting coming over from the Phoenix or not Oklahoma City since he got traded for the CP3 deal. How does he fit in this Warriors team? I don't know. It's weird. Um, to me, mm-hmm. I think that Kerr has to be creative. I, I think that he needs to implement different you know, sets for that offense. Because um, like I said, I don't mm-hmm. know if him and Wiggins are the type of players that are you know traditional to how they've been playing over the past six, seven years. Um, so I, if they change the offense in a way where it's still free-flowing, uh, cutting and you know moving off the ball, I could see Kelly Oubre like doing okay as a cutter. Um, I just don't know if he's going to have the space to ISO, um, you know, at times like he did in the past. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I could see him doing okay as a like a cutter and slasher. Um, I just don't know if he's gonna be anything amazing. Dude, you know sense. what Henry, they should you? do. What they should do is put Wiggins as a sixth man. So off the bat. That would probably yeah. be the best. And, yeah. I, and I think I'm frozen again. I can't tell. You are. Yes, you are. Am I frozen <laughs> again? You're coming back, though. God yeah, damn yeah. it. You're coming back, Am though. Am I slowly coming back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're back. You're back. Stop doing magic tricks over All here. All right, good, good, good. <laughs> you're back. You're back. But I... But I I, I think Uber is a good fit, man. He's basically a Swiss Army knife. He's not good at one thing, but he's also kind of multi-talented, like an Evan Turner, but better. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so he's going to be fine. I speaking of an, uh, Evan Turner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Evan Turner, I think he's a good fit. coach for Boston Celtics, random. Uh, all right, well, you know, no, but I do, I, do, it, I do agree with uh, you on the Wiggins thing. When I look at their bench, yeah, man, their bench. bench, their bench is so weak, dude. Nothing. Like they, yeah, they, they have, have nothing. nothing. Yeah, they have nothing. That's why I said that it, it yeah. depends so much on on Curry. Um, he's gonna have to play like forty two mm-hmm. minutes a game, uh, and jack up like forty shots. So yeah, but like yeah, their their bench is super weak. So I agree that Wiggins should come off the bench and be their sixth man, so that they have some kind of, um, mm-hmm. you know, stability, um, with that second unit. Yep. Guys, we have too many uh, agreements between you two. What's going on here? You know, it's not it's not often we get uh, both of you guys agreeing on the same topics. Yes, yeah, because Henry's Clippers, actually Clippers, he's Lakers, actually being Saints. reasonable today. <laughs> All right, we we'll, we'll start. Uh, we'll go straight into it with the total wins predictions for Golden State Warriors. The Vegas line over under thirty six and a half. Henry, I'll start with you. You going to the over? You going under for this? <sighs> I mean, that's tough. Portland made it in at thirty-five wins last year, or I guess two months ago. Well, just keep <laughs> just keep in mind this is a seventy-two game schedule. It's not the traditional eighty-two. It's a seventy-two game schedule. Keep that in mind. <sighs> because of that, I have to go with the over. I think they'll they'll I, I, if they're gonna make the eighth seed, yeah. If they'll make the eighth seed, maybe they'll end at like thirty eight. Okay, all right. So, so going with the over. no, but the, you can also make the eighth seed by doing the by winning the play in tournament. You guys have to remember that. So the eighth Correct. seed is no longer Correct. the eighth that seed. Like if we're talking yeah. about without the play in tournament, yeah, we could we could talk about that. But this oh, year, making the playoffs, you have to play right. into to it. 
So they could honestly be under uh, and be like the ninth yep. or tenth seed and still and still make, make the in. playoffs. Yep. Yeah, and still make it correct. Phil, what are hey, you going? I'm at my word. Are you going under over here? Over. I, I'm going under on this. Yeah, you called over. Yeah. You're going under. Phil's going under. I will also follow suit with Phil, and I'm going under here. Um, I don't think the Warriors are going to do much here. Um, obviously, you guys have – Henry said the, the Golden State Warriors will make the eighth seed. Phil, give me your, your – your, I, I think you mentioned earlier the eighth seed as well. Is that is that what you're going with? Um, yeah, like seventh, eighth. Like I could, I, could, I could see them just like, yeah, making it as in the plan. So I guess eighth. Got it, got it. Okay, stick with the eight. All right, fellas, we're almost we're we're halfway there. Let's get ourselves another drink here. Henry looks uh, plastered over there already. Um, but uh, here's right. here's cheers. I got... <laughs> I take it easy, take you know. You don't need to shot. go all out here. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell uh, my don't tell my boss. Our, viewer, our, <laughs> our viewers might not like that, but hopefully they'll they'll consider your situation here today. Yeah, and and I kind of want to go back so because much to do. <laughs> I kind of want to go back because just for a second, I know we're we're uh, you know running short, but um, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that if the Warriors aren't doing well with uh, within like you know the first twenty five games or thirty games, I feel like they're just gonna shut mm-hmm. down Curry and Green again, um, just mm-hmm. because this upcoming draft is really so loaded. Yeah. Like if they get any of the top mm-hmm. four guys. Those guys are like, I'm pretty sure all those guys are going to be at least good players, like uh, good starters mm. in the NBA. Um, so, yeah, like that's the only thing where I'm like, that's also another reason why I just kind of took the under, just just because I, f- I have a feeling that that could happen. <laughs> Got it. All right. Well, moving on to their crosstown rivals, the Sacramento Kings. Even though there hasn't really been a rivalry over there for the North, Northern California teams, um, <laughs> key addition here, obviously, Hassan Whiteside signed Woo-hoo! a one-year deal. The drafted Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll start with you, Henry, first. Um, the Kings have been kind of very up and down here in the past couple of years, maybe even decades, right? Um, what, what does the Kings' future look like, right? And what is their direction, right? They signed De'Ara Fox to a max contract. They lost Bogdanovich. You know, they, they drafted Halliburton. They signed Hassan Whiteside. Luke Walton is still the head coach there. Like, what does their future look like here? What's their direction? It, to me, I wish I could put an, um, an emoji right here. Actually, no, wait. You see that right there? Special effect. A trash can. Trash can. Yeah, special <laughs> effects right there. Trash can. <laughs> Still trash. Still trash. At this point, to be honest, like, dude, I love, I love you, Luke. I love you. Thank you for being in the Kobe era. But my God, like, you cannot lead this team. Like, like you guys might as well hire Mike Bibby or something. Like, I don't know. Like Chris <laughs> Weber. Oh, hire Chris Weber so that he can oh, stop doing God. horrible commentating. Yes. yes like hire him. <laughs> hire him. Take him out of the oh, take him out. Yeah, take him out of the take him out of the booth. But man, like and then have Reggie Miller as his assistant coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like my God, like guys, like like I I just don't get it. Like it it's it was bad on paper last year or this year, last year, this year, and it's still bad this year. Literally, all you did was add Hassan Whiteside, which I think is going to stunt the growth of the younger players. Like, like, I just don't, I honestly just don't get it. Like, it's mind-boggling to me. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, they can't figure it out. It's, like, I'm at a loss of words. It's so bad. I don't. I don't mind the Hassan Whiteside signing. So, yeah. um, I mean, it's not. It's not good or bad. He's like. It's a, third, it's a one-year deal. Yeah, it's a one-year one deal. deal. He's their stopgap center. Yeah. Um, yep. I would say like, that Badgley is not a power forward. Bagley is a power forward. Is Badgley a power forward? Yeah, yeah. Bagley, ba- Bagley, like a bag. Bat. Ba- <laughs> Did you say Bagley? Bagley. Like a trash Bagley. Bag. Bagley. Badgley. <laughs> Gif or Jif? 
Gif Badgerly. Or Are yeah. you a GIF or a <laughs> Jipper Jopper. <laughs> okay. No, so I don't I don't really mind the white side thing. It's just they didn't they didn't get any better. Um, you know, they, they got worse by by letting uh uh Bogdanovich go, uh not match not matching that offer. I'm not saying that they should have matched the offer because it was kind of a lot, I think, for for that type of player. Um but at the same time, I would say that if their goal this season is to just tank because they they obviously didn't get better, um, then that's smart. You know, they didn't make any bad signings. So that's a good thing. Um, so in that respect, Let I, me think, ask you this, Phil. I think it was a win for them this offseason. Was De'Aaron Fox worth the max contract? He is not worth the max contract, but he is a type of player that you do want to go forward with um, in your franchise. You know, so I, I think agree. that I think it was I, I think it was that. smart um, for for them to hold on to him because if they can get you know a top four pick next season, then now you have De'Aaron Fox, Bagley, and this this really solid uh, rookie that you can now grow from there, and then you have Halliburton too. Um, I think he's going to be great um, off the bench, you know, as kind of a sixth man. So, um, yeah, I, I I like the direction that they're going in this year if if they're trying to tank. And, mm-hmm. and from the looks of it, I think they Got are. It. I yeah, mean, if Buddy Hill's going to be a, their too. small forward, he better add on like 50 pounds, dude. <laughs> no, he's their, he's their shooting guard. They have uh, <laughs> Barnes. They have Barnes. Harrison Barnes. As their small oh, Harrison Barnes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that is no, correct. but honestly, so pretty much do, going. They, into, yeah, they do need to fire Luke Walton. Like I just, I just saw some quote from him uh, <laughs> yesterday, where they asked him if they're gonna, if he's gonna start Buddy Hield now, because you know he was opposed to it last season. Yeah, and you just traded away, yeah. or you yeah. just let go of Bodanovich, so he's competing with Halliburton, a rookie, <laughs> and like I don't even know who else, and he still couldn't commit to starting Buddy Hield. He said, "Oh." You know, I got to bring them in the camp and see where they're at. Dude, you're paying this guy $25 million a year and he's not your starting shooting guard? You're fucking ridiculous. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, that really goes into my next, next next question there, Phil. And yeah, my question to you guys is, yeah, will Fox and Halliburton be the starting backcourt together? or And Buddy Hill coming off the bench? Or is it going to be Buddy Hill starting? It has to be Buddy. Like Luke Walton is dumb if he doesn't. Yeah, no, I, I I hate to agree with Phil, but yeah, like, dude, Buddy Heels has shown flashes of like he could be not an all star, but good. And if you're not gonna start him, I mean, what's the? I mean, you're literally gonna the same thing's gonna happen next year, right? You're gonna lose Buddy Heels then, like you lost Badanovich. <laughs> So what's the makeup yeah, of that team happy. at that point? Yeah. No, you're right. He wasn't happy last season. Um, obviously, come on off the bench. So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's hope Luke Walton does the right thing here and start him. If he doesn't, then, yeah, he's definitely gone. Like, there's there's no way where he will be willing to come off the bench and be with that team. Um, going from there, uh, Phil, going to go with you here. Total wins prediction. Vegas has the Kings. At the line of 28 and a half. You going over or you going under? Ooh, 28 and a half. That's a low one. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the under. I think they're I think they have mm-hmm. enough to get over that. I just think that if mm-hmm. management is smart, they will try to tank and they should go under. Um, so I'll go with the under. Under, you're going under, you're going over. Damn. I hate to agree with Phil, but <laughs> I got to go with the under. <laughs> I like, think, the only I, I think team that one, was... Guys, we, we, yeah. Right? I think it's, here we have a clean sweep. I, I don't see them really winning games here again this year. Doesn't make sense to even try to win games when, like Phil alluded to, a stacked draft class upcoming here. Um, so just, you know, mentor the young guys, get them the experience that they need, and, you know, get ready for that draft again, you know? 
Because yeah, think, think about that... it this way. New Orleans, New Orleans had 30 wins. Kings had 31. Mm-hmm. And I think New Orleans' team is way better than they were last year. So, for sure under. Yeah, and right, I, I'm well, kind of also curious, like how they're the, gonna. Yeah. I'm kind of curious how they're gonna do the schedule, because they're trying to cut down travel. So then, all these teams in the West Correct. are gonna be playing each other. Like in California, you have you know Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, Sacramento, <laughs> and then you have the Suns, which are you know right next door. Man, that's gonna be a tough yeah. road for yeah. the Kings if they're gonna have to play <laughs> all these all these stacked teams um, more than they normally would. So, yeah, that's yeah. even more reason yeah. why I think that could right. be yeah. under. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to be segueing into Phillip's favorite team. But before we start that, let's get another drink here, fellas. I just ran out oh, of Oh, I was waiting for this on one. There, by the way. Hold on. Let me, let I'm, me get I'm so <laughs> I'm so drunk already, but I was, I was so excited for us to get to Phil's team, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Scale I one to the, ten, I, I, Henry. Let your audience scale to one through ten. Let your audience know how drunk are you. Give me a number, dude. Um, because it's a weekday, I would, I would, I would put myself at an eight, and I still have to do a lot more work. But because it's the Clippers, Phil, I am going to drink more. Because it's the Clippers and I'm already at an 8 out of 10, I'm drinking way more because I'm so excited to talk about this segment. Good. Because good. So am I. I'm so excited to get to the Clippers. All right. Here. Cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers. fellas. All right. Well, since Henry is so excited about Bill's Los Angeles Clippers. We'll, we'll go right into it. Obviously, their key additions here, Serge Ibaka, Luke Kennard, they re-signed Morris, Reggie Jackson. Um, start with you, Henry. Will Tyron Lue get the Clippers over the hump and advance to the Western Conference Finals in their team history? Give me your take. I mean... <laughs> Look, let's just say this. <laughs> I We're all waiting for hope. it. We're all waiting for it. I hope. No, I really hope. I really, 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 really hope it's LA versus LA in the Western Conference Finals. Mm. As it should have been this year. But whatever this and that, the Clippers excuses, well, I don't know what happened. Like that whatever. Like whatever. That's all this year. Yeah, I would hope Tyron Lue can get them to that hump. Like, I it was funny because I remember I texted you and Phil, and I was like, Phil, literally Paul George's excuse about why they lost the 3-1 lead to the Denver Nuggets is because they were like, oh, we were up 3-1, we lost one, it's 3-2, like, let's, let's uh, whatever, and then we lost another one, whatever, like, 3-3, whatever, and then we lost. I was like, dude, you guys have mouths. You guys are leaders. You guys can't speak up and tell like a Doc Rivers like, hey, like this isn't working. Let's figure it out. Like that kind of gives you some like a, you know, that right now, you know, like <laughs> that's all I got to say. But like, I hope Tyron Lue does because that's what everybody wants to see. I want to see it. I'm sure Tim wants to see it. I'm sure Phil wants to see it. Yeah. I mean, I, I know the Lakers will win, but I want to see it. I want to see the Clippers and, make and, it to the freaking and, finals. And knowing you, Henry, you'll say that Tyron Lue being a, a Lakers, ex-Lakers player, should is responsible for getting the Clippers to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Phil, we'll, we'll hey. go to you, man. Um, yeah, does Ty Lue finally get this team over the hump and advance to their first Western Conference Finals? Yes. Um and the reason why is Henry was saying that, okay, these guys, they didn't speak up um, in the bubble when they were losing games um, against Denver after being up 3-1. And yes, to a certain extent, they should have. But isn't it the, the coach's job to come up with a game plan and to adjust your game plans? What is the coach's job exactly? Isn't that the specific thing his job is? 
You know what I mean? And and like I was saying, like, so what were they supposed to say? Hey, dog, why don't you bench Montrez? Because he's shitty. Are they supposed to say that? Like, nobody <laughs> says that, dude. No team member says that. And for, you know what I mean? It, it. I don't care if you're LeBron or what. Like, he's not going to be like, oh, hey, Frank, hey, oh, bench this guy. Don't throw LeBron in there. You know hey, what I mean? Hey, hey, I'm just saying. I'm LeBron just saying no player does I, that. It's hey. the coach's job to, to make the game plan um, and to adjust, especially oh, in the is, playoffs. It is. Um, and so that's where I'll say that Tyron Liu, he's definitely going to be more experimental um, than Doc was because we were, as Clippers fans, we were just, you know, flabbergasted that he wasn't making any adjustments. Like, I, I told you guys this, like, they weren't doing anything. They just kept doing the same thing over and over and over. Even when we were winning games, Montrez was playing like shit. And I was talking to my my buddy Brandon, who's also a Clippers fan, and we were like, dude, if we keep playing like this with the same lineup, we're gonna end up losing the series. And that's exactly what happened. You know what I mean? Like we even when we we're winning, we were worried because we already saw the train wreck that was coming. Um so it was it was pretty shitty, dude. Uh, I think that Tyron Liu will make adjustments. I think the Clippers as a whole got better. Um with Serge Ibaka um, over Montrez Harrell, that's like, dude, that's like the biggest win that we could possibly make with the with the space that we had this offseason. Um, so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Bill, well, I'll stick with you here. Uh, do you believe load management with Kawhi Leonard will be of the past? Or is the, will that be something still that will continue this No, I think that's going to happen his whole career. Um, he has he has knee tendonitis. So, like, that's not something that is, I don't, I don't think is ever going to go away. So, he's going to have to load manage his whole career pretty much. Um, this season, uh, probably more than last season. Because I think you have 19 back-to-backs or something uh, this season in such a shortened schedule. So he'll yeah, probably yeah. he'll probably on load management rest half of those games. So yeah, I think it's gonna happen. I don't know why people don't think it's gonna happen or question it. I think I think the medical reports have shown that he has knee tendonitis, and it's a it's a chronic issue. Obviously, there's been yeah there there's been reports about just players not happy about the extra treatment that. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard has received from the Clippers. Go go to you, Henry. Give me your thought. Do you, well, obviously, load management is a serious thing for Kawhi in this in this yeah, case yeah. with knee tendonitis. How does that affect the other Clippers players on the team, and you know, like the chemistry overall going into this season? Look, I'm gonna say this. Like, if LeBron were to sit out because he's like, I need rest. Who on the who on the Lakers are going to be like, LeBron, you can't do it. <laughs> Jared Dudley? <laughs> Jared, I still love you. But, like, like the Clippers, I was just like, whenever no, you see Jared Dudley, I was just like, you should just see, like, a Charmin <laughs> commercial just pop up. Uh, oh, hey, but man. thank God he's re-signed. Jared... <laughs> <laughs> but, but my thing is this it's like okay look Phil I agree whether Kawhi has knee tendonitis or not that's fair any all-star should get whatever like time off rest they need because the season doesn't matter it's all about the playoffs and then what if you get through that then the championship right my concern is if PG was getting the same treatment and like that's the pg that we gotta watch like some dude bricking threes i was just like my god dude no you shouldn't deserve your own time off like you need to be in the gym you need to be working out you should not be posting things about your girlfriend getting a ring before you before yourself like bro like you should be in the gym working out like getting your shot back and getting your defense back like I don't know if Dame Lillard has destroyed his 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 confidence, but like, dude, like, no, like, I think that's what it was. It wasn't Kawhi, PG. Everybody else felt like it was unequal. I think it was PG 
everyone thought it was unequal. Because Leonard is an all-star. I give you that. I think Leonard is one of the best two-way players of our current generation right now. But PG? You're talking I about mean, PG, the guy that came after in third, third in MVP voting last season? Before this past season? Uh, I mean, if you're third in MVP voting, <laughs> and that's what you're gonna show in the bubble, dude. Like, okay, I, hold on. So let, let, let I me mean, just that's say like this. that's like that's like saying, but that's like saying, but that's like saying you're you're snubbing <laughs> Devin Booker, right? You're snubbing Devin Booker from an All Star. Like he should have made it. Ooh, Paul George didn't make the All Star team this season. He didn't play enough games. No, I'm just saying if you're gonna compare. No, no, I'm just saying if PG, you're gonna say that, like, like Devin Booker is a similar circum circumstance. Like you get like the Suns it's were like bad. If man. PG the is considered a okay, anyways. Okay, so so let me let me uh, say this. Let me say uh, this. Uh, so Paul George, uh, you're saying that he he got preferential uh, treatment, right? He got prefer preferential treatment. Uh, He's the second star on this team. Mm -hmm. He's also coming off of double mm -hmm. surgeries on his shoulders, so he also needed to be load managed. You know what I mean? He also needed to be load managed. He I don't know what you want to say like if LeBron was coming off with double shoulder surgeries, he doesn't get preferential treatment like to get load managed even if it was even if it was AD or if it if it was now Marcus Sol, Montrez Harrell. If these guys have an off-season surgery, especially on both shoulders, you're going to want to manage that throughout the season. I don't know how that doesn't make sense. That's fair. That, no, <laughs> no, no, that no, that, no, that's fair. No, that's fair. No, no, that's fair. But like, let's say they are getting load management at that point, right? Then it's you as a as it's you as a leader to help guide the other team members to excel at their roles. Yeah, no, and, and that, if that that I will. Leonard is you. fucking sitting out, and PG is sitting out. Then I'm like. You, it's, you're not a leader. Like, what, what's happening? Like, is everyone saying like we gotta listen to Doc? Like, no, like that's not the right. No, I think that I think that there was have. probably a better way of them doing it, where they probably did need to be more vocal uh, and be a little bit better leaders. Um, I think that that's an area where both of them need to grow uh, this this season, and mm -hmm. having you know being there uh, in training camp, I think to mesh with these guys. Is probably going to help a lot. They didn't get that last season. Neither one of them were at training camp because mm -hmm. they were tending to their, you know, own things. Uh, Kawhi with the knee, you know, Paul George with the surgery. So I think that you know this season they get a fresh start. They get to go to camp, mesh with these guys, um, and I think for the most part we have our roster. Uh, there might be a move I think with Lou Williams at some point in the season, um, but outside of that, I don't see much else changing. Um, yeah, because we don't we don't really have the room. We have 14 guys. I think all of them are going to stick um, throughout the season. So, yeah. All right, Henry. Let's let's dive into this next segue here in the total wins prediction. Las Vegas has Los Angeles Clippers line of 46 and a half. Are you going over or are you going under here? <sighs> Because I want to see the LA versus LA. Strictly because of that. I want them to be over. Because so the over? West is going to be better. Yes, I'm choosing <laughs> over. Because the West is going to be better. So yes, I, we need you guys to do better than 52. We will. It's, Potentially. It's 46 and a half. <laughs> All right, so Phil, you're going... Yeah, I'm going over. 49. Sorry, that's the Lakers. That's the Lakers. 49. Yeah, I think they're over so 46 and full, full sweep here. We will definitely go. And just to finish off this segment here, what, what seed, Phil, in the Western Conference do you see Clippers? First, second, third? I'm sure top four for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say probably third, uh, just because of the load management third. to Kawhi. Okay. Um, you got 19 back to back, so okay. you got to count. Yep. What is that? Nine or ten games there where he's sitting out. Mm -hmm. Henry, how about you, man? Damn it! I hate this today's episode. I'm agreeing with Phil a lot. 
But I gotta agree with them. I gotta go with third seed. <laughs> third seed. All right. Well, to finish off this last uh, segment and episode of the day, fellas, we're going to Henry's favorite team. But before we do that, get your drinks ready. Let's enjoy this last segment for our audience here. Henry, where's your drink? All right, dudes. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say this. I, I don't I don't think I can take another shot at this point. I'll take one at the end. <laughs> I gotta chill out. All right, okay. I gotta chill out. It'll be me and Phil. Cheers, cheers. No, I'll take a drink. Phil, cheers. I I should should take a drink. You are definitely doing more of the drinking here tonight and carrying Phil and I, Henry. So we'll 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 definitely give you that pass there. But um, yeah, let's go into uh, Henry's favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers. Here, obviously, they made a big splash in the off season. Dennis Schroeder, Wesley Matthews, Marcus Saul, Montrez Harrell. I want to start with Phil first because I feel like I already know what the answer is for Henry. Phil, the Lakers repeat as NBA champions. <clears throat> no. Oh, I want to hear this. <laughs> no, I already, I already, I already said. I already said in uh, what was that episode uh, where we predicted the finals for the NBA? It was. Uh, Clippers and the Bucks, so I think it's gonna be Lakers That's and Clippers right. in the Western Conference Finals. I think the Clippers are gonna win. Um, I just don't believe that their eight-man lineup is better than ours, um, especially because if you have Montrez as your eighth man, then God help you. <laughs> Henry, give me your rebuttal, my friend. Hey, rebuttal is here. Phil told me verbatim, Avery Bradley, watch <laughs> out, man. Hey, we did watch out. Thank God he didn't make it to the bubble. But hey, he's NBA champion again. <laughs> and for me, yes, I think why not? Dude, that t- dude, I got to give it up to the front office. Like, that was a great rostering. It's like you literally replaced... Okay, my, my only thing is that I wish we got Rondo back. But Dennis Schroeder, pretty good. Great pickup. Great pickup. Mm. Wesley Matthews for Danny Green, I was in a heartbeat. I would have traded Danny Green for like this <laughs> bottle of Tito's vodka right now. Um, Marcus Saul, I think he's way past his prime. Um, but I think what he'll bring is that leadership quality that I think JaVale McGee did not bring because JaVale McGee was not as intellectually there in terms of basketball. <laughs> That's uh, a nice way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I, okay, look. I know I shit it on Trez, Phil, and I will give it to you. And I still think he might not all be there, but... I think given his situation and who he can learn from, I think Trez could be better. Maybe not defensively, but maybe more uh, like through the offense because like in the on the Clippers, who was he going to learn from, you know, like Zubac? Whereas <laughs> on the Lakers, he has an all-star what, like Anthony what is there Davis. to learn though uh, there's a there's a point to where you can't go any further with your physical limitations the guy's a six seven center he can't shoot I mean, it, you know he can't shoot so he's a pure center he's I, six seven so how much better is this guy gonna get I mean, you know that, he plays off fair. of pure i just energy, didn't think andre aggressiveness but what is he gonna do learn how to shoot fair. overnight you know, no, he's, no, no. he's going to, he's going to, dude, this is what I mean, I'm saying. He's going to be a great regular season guy. You know, he was for us um, because you're playing against less competition, dude. And he, this guy's motor is really high. So it's built for the regular season. It's just in the playoffs when you, you're playing against a lot better teams, you know, and then you have every yeah. team has a decent center shorter lineup in the playoffs. Too. Yeah. Shorter lineups. Yeah. Dude, this guy is not, you don't, you don't want him on a, on a championship team. Like he could do fine on like a seventh or eighth seed, you know, and you know put up hey man, twenty. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is this: if Andre Drummond's gonna start shooting threes, why not Trez? 
Let's oh, go, yeah. Trez. Okay. <laughs> Let him. <laughs> I like this the reasoning. Um, I like the reasoning. All right, Phil. Well, let me start with you with the runner-up of Six Man of the Year. There's been a lot of talks, and he's uh, spoken to the media about wanting to start in Dennis Schroeder for the Lakers. Do you believe he will start for the Lakers this upcoming season or come off the bench? I think that I think that they might I think Vogel might be persuaded um and kind of forced to start him. Uh I think the best place mm. for him to be is off the bench with Montrez. Um especially if you mm. want to have Montrez be effective, you know? Um because if it's Caruso, I don't think that that helps Trez a lot. Um, so I think that he's going to end up starting just because he's <laughs> he's a lot better than Crusoe is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Henry, I'm going to you, my friend. <laughs> oh, Phil, 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 Phil. I got to disagree, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Crusoe show, Doug. I think Caruso, like, if that's what his... His level of ability, given his role last year, was like I, like I, I think him and Trez could be great. So I, I would disagree. I would put Schroeder in the starting lineup, and then I would put Caruso. Dude, with I didn't see anything from Caruso for being able to create on his own. He can't create his own shot. <laughs> he can't go. He can't pick <laughs> and roll. I don't. I've never seen it, dude. I mean, I've seen it here and there, but. Especially in the playoffs, I rarely saw that. So how are you going to say that, oh, this guy is going to be better than Dennis Schroeder in the pick-and-roll game, a two-man game with Montrez? How is he going to be better? Like, Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's going to be better than Schroeder. I'm saying I would rather have Schroeder start so uh, Caruso can manage the, the secondary wait. bench. Hmm. <laughs> I think... Hmm. I think. <laughs> Hmm, I think somebody's too drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to say. Damn it. <laughs> uh, this is not oh, fair. Henry. None of you guys are taking shots. This is horrible. Uh, what? I hate hey. you guys. Caruso, Caruso come off bench. Dennis Schroeder start. That's not gonna say before I get too far. Okay, so so you so you're you're agreeing with Phil here. You're agreeing with Phil. All right, we are God all damn, almost. Is that what Phil we're said? pretty much coming up. To, yes, that's what Phil said. Obviously, you are too drunk to understand what he said previously. But we are coming up on time. Let's go to the total wins prediction. Vegas gives the Lakers forty-seven and a half. I'll start with you, Henry. Give me over under. Over, easy, done. <laughs> easy, done. Over, easy, done. Phil. First in the West. Over, easy, done. Phil. Um, I think that... I, I have a feeling they're going to be right around about there. Phil? I, I have a feeling they're going to be right around there. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is my reasoning. So what is it? This is my... I th- I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. Only reason why is yeah. because I think that LeBron is going to rest a lot, especially in the beginning of the season. Mm. And I believe that that team without mm. LeBron, especially with all the guys that you lost, I don't think that they're that good, to be honest. I mean, you have AD, mm. but if AD is your only guy, um, you could say what you will about Dennis Schroeder, but you don't have Chris Paul next to Dennis Schroeder um, or Shea Gilgis Alexander. You have Caruso. Or Wesley Matthews. Man, man, I gotta wear that shirt next week again just to prove you wrong for the Caruso show. Dude. Don't get me wrong, I think they're Come still on, gonna be Phil? right around there. Um, but I I think it's gonna be under. All right, well, I'm gonna go with the over here with Henry. So um to finish and wrap this uh, episode up, guys, I already know Henry's pick on this, Phil. Seeding for the Western Conference for the Lakers, uh, the number one seed, number two seed. I know you said club is number three, so what are your I takes? think that they're going to be fourth. What? 
Yeah, let him speak his let it, let him speak his wisdom. <laughs> Why, Phil? Why? I like I said, I think that LeBron James is gonna rest a lot. I think that A D is also gonna rest a lot. Mm. So Henry, did you if, just if say Clippers right now are, it's all about the playoffs, right? Hold on. Yeah, but if Clippers are three, Lakers are four, then who's one and two? I think it could be uh Portland and Denver. Oh, okay. Okay. Sounds good. I think both of oh, you guys no. cut out. I think Tim cut out. Tim's totally frozen. All right. Um. So I guess I'll take over. Tim. Oh, here, here we go. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> You're like me, Tim. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Tim was too excited. (laughs) Tim was too excited about fucking Phil's comment there. Like, what? Denver and Portland? Phil, you must be out of your goddamn mind. Just like every other Clippers fan out there. I'm talking to you, James Ginto. (laughs) Dude, okay. So Denver was uh, third last season. They got better. (sighs) Oh my god. I mean, I don't know if they got better. Well, they they Fellas, made up for it by getting Jamichael Green. He's 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 a good replacement yes. for them, um, and I think Michael uh, Porter Jr. is going to take another step up. Portland, they got better. You can't say that they didn't get better. They were injured last season. They had so many injuries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're replacing Carmelo Correct. with Covington. They, you know what I mean? Like I I believe that these guys are gonna. Well, Carmelo is still there, but yeah, I know. But like in the starting lineup, you also have Zach Collins healthy, who I think is yeah. one of the yeah. best young big men Correct. in the league. He just keeps getting injured, dude. Like if he gets a full season under him, I think well, he'll have a great, great yeah, season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what, well, Phil? He's probably all of injured, those, and leave, then they have a LeBron leave James. Leave all of those. Uh, leave all of those insights when we get to those teams, fellas. We do need to come to an end on tonight's episode here before we do uh say goodbye to our audience let's finish off here henry you said you will take the shot uh give give the audience what they wanted to see here and let's get a final cheers like why why do i why like i i cannot guys can i take a half you're doing it for the people Yes, yes. I you can literally take the have you to work. All right. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, man. man. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Tipsy Ball. Any parting words, Phil and Henry, for our audience here? Oh, man. I'm just excited, dude. This offseason was so quick. I can't believe it came around uh, this soon. I'm just excited for the season. Henry, how about you, man? I will, uh, I mean, I'm pretty fucked up, but, uh, <laughs> I will do a personal shout out. Um, Ooh. Alex Sherilyn, congratulations on having a, a baby boy. Um, I hope his name is Henry Jr. If not, then not congratulations. <laughs> I'm going to just speak on Henry. Just right, kidding. Kidding. Yeah, but, to just say, get the fuck out of yeah. here, bro. <laughs> but just want to say congratulations Koo Sherilyn on your baby boy and um, I mean that's what we are right homies that are doing podcasts and um, just yeah living life man stay safe COVID related fruit cart hard seltzer alright well thank you everybody for tuning in another episode of Tipsy Ball enjoy the rest of your, your night here We'll talk to you on Sunday. See you guys then.